Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Trendin' Makes the World Takes. Uh, that is a, that's a little bit insider. If you've ever taken the Acela Express uh, down the East Coast, down to Washington, D.C., uh, you go past a bridge that has a huge lighted sign in Trenton, New Jersey that says, Trenton makes the world takes. It's oh, the most bitter yeah. uh, like official slogan I've ever seen put forward by anything. Like It's just so, it's like, you fuckers just here to pick the corpse clean, aren't you? Um, oh, wow. It's on that mother... Oh, oh yeah, it's big, it's like, man. fuck you size. Yeah. That is courtesy of KD Dident. I did not think I could love KD Dident anymore. And then they come through with this uh, very specific but on point take. Yeah, for I me, love it's our stuff for you. That. It's Jersey. Yeah, <laughs> baby. <laughs> what did man? They this is there? the longest I've ever not been in New Jersey in my entire life, and I'm I miss it. Damn. Yeah. Sorry to Killing hear that. Me. I need that. I need that. Uh. That Mac and Manco's pizza. Manco and Manco now. Soon enough, man. Soon enough. Yeah, yeah. Get that vaccine in you. You could eat all the pizza. That you warm, dirty-ass Atlantic Ocean. Ooh. Get me there. Um, Wait, so that came... Oh, shit. That sign was built in 1935? Yeah, bro. Oh, wow. Came from... <laughs> wow. Came from a contest sponsored by the Trenton Chamber of Commerce in 1910. <laughs> That's amazing. Hell yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, just such a such a very specific vibe that they're putting out there. I love um, it. Yeah, it's just, it's like it's like a guilt tripping Catholic mom, like just yep, giving exactly. You, Mother yeah. makes the children takes. Yeah, just resigned to it. We're putting that the fact that we're just getting picked clean by the world here for posterity for <laughs> for good. Uh, this is just how it is. Uh, anyways, Miles, you're Miles. I'm Jack. Yep. This this is some shit that is trending. Long boy is trending. Uh, that is a a duck that is three and a half feet tall. That Ugh. is the tallest mallard, I believe they said in the in the world. Very strange looking. Very cool. You said long, long boy. boy. Long boy. Oh, long boy. Yeah. Oh, this is a dope Ugh. name. Too. Yeah, that's a tall fucking duck. Yeah. It's Ooh. towering over uh, the other ducks. How do they? Uh, yeah, I guess so. You, it, yeah, right. I'm always like, how do you? A dog's height is what the from their the ground to the top of their head. It's not them on their hind legs, right? Right, right. Okay, but, that's what yeah. I like to measure. I'm like, well, how much are they on two legs? Right, right. Like, are you? Don't them. be. It's only three and a half feet. Don't be threatened. It's not taller than. Well, you. I'm famously insecure, so this, this is <laughs> Don't right in the zone where I am completely freaked out and want to destroy it. <laughs> oh, long boy! <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, sir! Lucille Ball is trending uh, because Nicole Kidman is playing her, and they've taken some set photos, some paparazzi's got some set oh, photos. She's supposed to be Lucille Ball. Yeah, I think I she thought Taylor cool. Swift was in a new Looper movie. <laughs> I really yeah, does that does like not Taylor. look like Lucille, but you know what? Okay, cool. So they were like, "She's the spitting image in this uh, headline," and everyone was like, "Nah, they should have mm. got Deborah Messing." Um, this is the oh, first is I Deborah Messing more. Oh yeah, actually, yeah. Okay, this, this is the first I had heard of this project. Uh, it's a Aaron Sorkin written and directed uh, 
film about a week in the life of uh, the I Love Lucy show. It's like a it's a great subject matter for like I think a lot of people it's a Sorkin. I mean, yeah, whatever. Fuck yeah, he, this is like, this, this. This isn't explosive enough that he didn't like what yeah. make it all weird and Sorkin right. down. Yeah, yeah. Like the the story of them having it, like trying to get this show off the ground from radio show on CBS radio. Then CBS was like, we'd love to make it into a TV show. And she was like, great. It's going to be me and my husband playing the lead characters. They're like, go fuck yourself. So they had to go make it a vaudeville show. The vaudeville, vaudeville show was a massive hit. So they had to. So CBS was like, all right, we'll make it into a show. She was like, I want it to be filmed in front of a live studio audience. They were like, you're out of your fucking mind. So she had to then negotiate and she was like all right here i'll put like all the risk on my end all you have to do is if it's not a hit like no big deal but i want to own the show like i want to have all rights for the show and she because of that she became this like massive media mogul she was like oprah level for her day um and her company like made uh the dick van dyke show star trek uh, the Untouchables, like she was, uh, real deal. I love it. I want to see that. You know, yeah. fucking Desi Lou, famous. Brian's just, pointing uh, out just... they were the first interracial couple on TV. Uh, I'm sure that had nothing to do with CBS pushing back. No. Um, what about yeah. this guy, Blondie McAryan? He might be cool. <laughs> yeah, nah. Right. But yeah, yeah, I think. Uh, it, that I'm sorry, I just can't get over Nicole Kidman not looking like fucking Lucille Ball. Like She's a I'm sure it's image, gonna bro. hit. It'll hit because tremendous performer. Oh, but I feel like Lucy's got such a look to her, and I mm-hmm. and I love this show. Like I I watched it a ton because you could not escape it. Um, in like the '90s, like it was the one of the, like is it? I'm guessing one of the most syndicated shows ever. Yeah, uh, I yeah, love yeah. Lucy, but like. Yeah, I just have such a strong idea of what Lucy's like, and then in my mind, if I said Nicole Kidman, but you know what? I'm I'm I will yeah. suspend my disbelief because the, yeah. the wig was the right shade of red. I also feel like Sorkin is good for this time period when, uh, I guess we just accept that everybody talked like an Aaron Sorkin thing, just like really right. fast, like uh, dialogue back and forth. And you're like, what the fuck is that? What the fuck? And now the nominee right, for best man? supporting actor. <laughs> it made me cry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the, this will be interesting. Chipotle is trending, mm-hmm. and I feel like it should always be trending. But there's a specific reason why it's trending yeah. right now. Quarter of a million free burritos to healthcare workers as a thank you. And more than shout out to Chipotle, I just think like this really needs to. I feel like corporations, they have yeah. the capital to like give healthcare frontline essential workers who had to work through this pandemic fucking anything they want. Fucking yeah. anything they want. There's, you know, like when you look at the lack of actual like companies taking away these hero bonuses and shit and all this other stuff. Um, while still, you know, Kroger. there's still illness going out there. Yeah. That you feel like, yo, just come through, be like, yo, we got this program, we're fucking sending all these. If you a nurse, you get to go on this fucking trip, blah, blah, blah. The doctors get this. I just feel like there's uh I don't know. I feel like if I see anybody in scrubs, I'm buying them whatever the fuck I can. 
yeah. uh, like out, you know, like in the open. It's like the new thing where it's no longer like, thank you so much for your service to the armed yeah, forces. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, you worked at, a, oh fuck, what you want? Yeah. Oh, I got you. Which thank is why so I wear uh, my wife's scrubs all over the place. Yeah. Just getting and free shit all the time. They don't the, fit me, but yeah, say, uh, that's also. <laughs> are, I'm like, you. You might you're getting a different kind of attention with them tiny uh, scrub pants. It's a head turner though, and <laughs> yeah, that it is. draws attention to. Uh, but it's yeah. not free drinks. It's like, can you leave, sir? <laughs> <laughs> the people see me, uh, they notice me, and they're like, "That person needs a hero. money because uh, <laughs> those be pants are bursting." Uh, yeah, I. So there's like this um, like corporate thing that has been popular for a couple decades now where it's like we find ways to delight our customers um like the honda days or whatever where they'll like do a really nice thing for one customer right and then make a whole ass commercial about it i i want to see more of this where they do like they put their money where their mouth yeah, is. yeah they're like fuck like, it bro like well, we're yeah. gonna hook up a quarter of a million people yeah we're gonna hook up a million people yeah. How about that how's about uh, that? rather than Hey, I heard you're having trouble keeping up with your payments. Can we be your automotive savior in this clickbaity yeah. fucking exploited right. commercial? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, they give them what uh, they want. Like anything they can do, like it's going to be good for business to piss off the conservatives, you know, like that. The That should just be the whole new like PR strategy for you think um, they would find a way to be like, why are they giving healthcare workers these kinds yeah. of cool benefits? Yeah, yeah, I can why find. Not? I mean, I mean, Tucker Carlson said wearing a a child wearing a mask is fucking child abuse. Like, what? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that's where this road does leave, which is like, are nurses the new mafia? <laughs> what? Uh, okay. I think uh, we need to do some RICO investigations into hospitals. I mean, yeah, probably because some yeah. of the way they they raise funds, but. The NFL draft is like the first and third trending subject on Google. This happens every year. I always uh, can't even imagine giving a shit uh, about the NFL draft. Like there are just mm-hmm. so many. Uh, you you have your moral stance on the NFL that is the right it's, stance. I don't know. Like, I mean, like I think it just intersected with like I didn't really give a fuck enough about the NFL, right, and then I right. was like, yeah, whatever. It's not that much to <laughs> stop watching. But like the draft is wild because there's so many positions and prospects and rounds, and like right. half the picks are obscure people playing obscure positions. Who's like if they if they become Pro Bowl like the best at their position, you still won't ever hear their names. And like people really like get into this shit. Like that I is love, just I've just been watching through Josiah Johnson's Twitter, uh, where right. he's just been posting just memes about it, which is sort of like when the NFL hears you have a trauma, like trauma in your childhood, like they're like ESPN's like always just wants to do a feature on that as like part right. of the draft right. coverage or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um and then I saw a bunch of people like laughing at how people they're running for. Um, which sure, I guess it, we're just hearkening back to like tryouts and you get to be the toxic kid. Like <laughs> the way they're yeah. running. <laughs> I didn't make the team. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, uh, Willie Nelson is trending turn 88. And this was just a, a opportunity for people to tell he's like one of those, uh, Keanu Reeves style, like mystical beings that is just spotted around doing wild shit. Um, and that like people just had all these stories to tell about him 
that I wanted to just run through a couple here. These are what? Like someone put these anecdotes together or these are like verified tales of Nelson? These are verified tales. Uh, th- this was put together by Bum Chillips, Ed SBS on Twitter. And then like he linked off to a couple articles that uh, had some good stories. Uh, Willie's house caught fire and he ran back into his house to grab a quote bale of weed before the Nashville mm-hmm. uh, firefighters and cops found it. Uh, one time Waylon Jennings was walking on the beach in Malibu and found Willie wandering around. He wasn't living there at the time and ended up in Waylon's kitchen coloring with Waylon's kid. Wow. Uh, <laughs> okay. What, one of the few times anyone has seen him mad was when Owen Wilson was asking him about the rules of dominoes and got so annoying with it that Willie yelled, because those are the rules, damn it. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? Wow. Uh, wow. Okay, okay Willie. Uh, the IRS seized his ranch, a bunch of farmers he'd helped via farm aid, got together and bought it and gave it back to him. Only, only person who's ever outsmoked Snoop. Like Snoop has gone on the record and been like, I had to hit the timeout button. He like basically smoked me under the table. Yeah. Dude, this one about this gunfight that he, this is ridiculous. They're talking about like the calming energy of Willie Nelson. Says stage manager Pootie Lock tells of a ferocious gun battle in a parking garage in Birmingham, Alabama after a concert with cops squatting in door jams and civilians diving for cover. In the teeth of the chaos, Willie calmly stepped down from the bus wearing tennis shoes and cutoffs with two Colt 45 revolvers stuck in his waist and inquired coolly, is there a problem? In an instant, all guns were holstered and Willie was signing autographs. What the fuck? He's got the kind of aura to him that just cools everything out. That's that's the the cooler that I want to see a movie about. Yeah, I guess you don't want to, you don't want Willie to start popping off if he goes, is there a problem? Oh shit, don't make don't make Willie bust his gun. I like that. So someone flew down to New Orleans to like Willie Nelson had bought one of uh, this person's songs and was going to record it. And so they flew down there to kind of be there for the session. Uh, His recording studio, they say, is pretty far out there down at the end of a long gravel road in New Orleans with open fields on either side. And as we drive up, I see this Camaro out in the middle of this field, just cutting donuts and spinning around as fast as it could. I said, Gob, what's going on out there? The driver said, guess who's driving that car? I had no idea. B Spears, maybe, who's like his bassist. He said, no, that's Stevie Wonder. And I said, oh, this is going to be fun. (laughs) 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 Oh, hell yeah. All right, Willie. What a fucking time. Yeah. That's why I'm like, no, that's Stevie Wonder in that fuck. Yeah. He he likes the feeling. Just throwing that wheel. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, shout out to Willie Nelson, a life uh, 88 years well lived thus far, uh, as far as I can tell. That is going to do it for uh, this Thursday afternoon. We are back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other, be kind to yourselves, wear a mask, don't do nothing about white supremacy, and we'll talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye.